Yes, I know it's been about three weeks since I talked to you on the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, but I bring great tides of local sports on local radio. Yep, 980 back to the local sports scene, and I'll tell you how that's been going. Plus, week one of high school football. Yes, it's football season. And yes, we're talking about it on this edition of the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. The podcast talking local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio area sports. Listen on your favorite podcast platforms by visiting cindaypod.com. That's C-I-N-D-A-Y-P-O-D.com. Intro theme is Overdrive by Matrika from Upbeat.io. Here's your host, Lee W. Mowen. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that I have made several criticisms on the two sports stations in town that they do not talk about local sports in the slightest. One was just Fox Sports, and the other one wants to talk about that team in Columbus and the Cleveland Browns like there's nothing else in the local area. You know that. Well, we're about three weeks in. To the partnership with 980 WONE, iHeartRadio, and TKDS Sports. And let me tell you, it's been a blast. Oh, I, I love it. And that's kind of the reason why this podcast has been put on the shelf. That and life, the step girls starting up school, and my broadcasting schedule flaring up. So that's partially why it's been put on the shelf for three weeks now. But Man, I remember first time walking into the studio, getting ready to do the show with Jackson Lightcap, uh, the Friday night recap, uh, which is Saturday mornings from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 980 a.m. You can listen to it on the radio, the iHeart app, or you can watch the video stream with TKDS Sports. That is a free video stream on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can see how awkward I am on camera. Ooh. Exciting, but you can hear my smooth delivery on radio on 980 AM. So go listen to the radio. You don't want to watch me, you know, bumble around like an idiot on camera. You just don't. But yeah, it's been going great. We have uh, two radio shows right now. I mentioned the Friday night recap Saturday mornings, and there's also sports now on Monday afternoons. The first one was in the iHeart Radio Studios in downtown Dayton, and the last two have been at the Washington Township Stroke Centerville Frickers off 725 and Lions Road. And that's been a lot of fun doing the radio remotes and getting out there and just talking sports while having people, you know, watch you talk sports. That sounds very egotistical, but I, I've always loved radio remotes. I, I don't know what it was. And just being able to do some with WWSU in college, that was a lot of fun, too. So, yeah, the local sports on local radio experiment going swimmingly well. We have done now uh, two football radio shows and I think three sports now shows on Mondays. Uh, this upcoming Monday, which would be the 29th, I won't be there because Jim DeBelt has his show once a month uh, beyond the arc and he'll take over uh, with Haley on, you know, the last Monday of the month, and I should be back for the first Monday of September, 
with Jackson Lightcap. The Saturday morning show, Jackson's there and Matt Pennington's there. They have been best friends since elementary school and they are uh, broadcasting Centerville football together. Whereas me, I still got my ESP media gig with the Princeton Vikings. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, three hours of football, two hours of just, you know, different sports on Mondays. Yeah, hopefully you give us a listen. Hopefully we grow this more and get more local sports on. Because like I mentioned, with having two sports stations in town and now one back in the local sports scene, that's tremendous. And that's what Daytonians deserve. They deserve someone that cares about the area. They deserve someone that cares about the athletes around here. And they deserve someone that's not going to poop on the other fans just because I didn't go there, lol. Technically, you didn't go to that team in Columbus either, but there you go. Another topic for another time. So, yeah, I've been sharing the heck out of the radio updates. So if you can join me for a little bit, that'd be fantastic. Spread the word. Let the good folks of Dayton know and Cincinnati, since, you know, that's my specialty, that there's a local sports station again. So, again, keep on listening. Spread the word. That's all I can ever ask for. So thank you for those that have. And let's keep growing it together. You know, I thought about adding some of the clips from those shows, but you can go back and watch them. Again, TKDS Sports, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and go back and listen to them. So far, I've interviewed Coach Lance Snyder of Miamisburg and Andre Parker of Princeton. Should have another coach on Saturday morning. Don't know who yet, but yeah, go back and listen because this is something that I've been trying to shoot for with this podcast. And again, being a part of it, I'm incredibly blessed, incredibly thankful. And I'm looking to crush wing with my iron fist. So it's week one of high school football in the books. Can you believe we're already at that time? Well, technically, we're already at week two because, you know, that's going to start. Let's see. uh, Tomorrow, Thursday, because there's Thursday games, you know. So the big thing is that we cover all the Dayton and Cincinnati area scores on the Saturday morning show. And I like to do that. Hopefully I can get uh, uh, Tim Swafford back to help me with, you know, recapping these. But I just haven't been able to get uh, get it all ironed out yet. That's on me. That's me and my time being siphoned away with family life, broadcasting life, radio life now. So, yeah, hopefully that'll be a thing next week, but we'll see. So let's go ahead and talk about the Ohio scores first. I have to pull up the Indiana and Kentucky scores because that's something we haven't dove on. I don't know if I'm going to try to sneak those in for Saturday, but well, actually, Richmond is going to have to be in because they're playing Northmont this week, which that surprised me because Inglewood and Richmond... That's a pretty big drive on 40, but at least you only have like one road to Richmond. So there you go. The Thursday night games start off with the Battle of Kettering going Fairmont's way. Three straight for the birds. They knock off Alter 31-7. Fairfield runs over Wayne 41-24. And Taft shuts out Roger Bacon 33 to nothing. In the Duck Creek Road Battle, Withrow defeats Walnut Hills 45-7. Carroll knocks off Ponix Tech at Welcome Stadium 25-19. And Woodward 
under first year coach Jeremy Flug. They fall at Columbus South 32 to 30. Now the Friday night games, the one I called was Princeton at Anderson. A tight setup at Brown Stadium. I had to duck in front of our uh, coaches, the Princeton coaches. So, you know, I wasn't rude and just taking up all their space, but it was okay. We got through it all right. And Princeton defeated Anderson 61-36. If you remember last year talking about that game over a thousand yards. Yeah, same thing. Uh, Over a thousand yards between the two teams and Princeton had three rushers for over 100 yards and transfer RJ West look superb with the Vikings. A big shock here. St. Xavier led 13-0 at the half. And Lakota West, in the last minute, takes it 16-13 from the Bombers. Great win for the Firebirds there. Bowler hangs a 49 spot at Massillon, Washington, 49-31. In the Ohio-Kentucky battle, it's Elder over Covington Catholic, 42-21. LaSalle edges off Coleraine, 17-13. McNicholas over Indian Hill, 56-7. Hamilton Baden hands Villa Angela St. Joseph a a 34-3 decision. Baden wins. Eastmore Academy over Chaminade Julian 20-14. Bishop Fenwick 36, Franklin 14. Cincinnati Country Day 57, Manchester 0. St. Bernard Elmwood place 34, Schroeder 0. Grove City Christian 42, Miami Valley Christian 16. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy 42, Portsmouth Notre Dame 24. It's Reading over Lachlan, 72-6. Madera over Norwood, 37-8. Wyoming shutout winners over Harrison, 35-0 at Wyoming. Finneytown, 26. Hillcrest, 0. Taylor, 20. Green and 0. Winton Woods, 39. Trotwood, Madison, 16. It's Waynesville edging out Clinton Massey, 14-7. Remember last year, the Falcons, they lost their first game of the year to Anderson, but then won 14 straight to claim the D4 title. East Clinton 34, Dayton Christian 14, Ross 27, Wilmington 7, New Richmond 30, Northwest 27, a back-and-forth game. Knights had several leads before the Lions struck for good late. Piketon, Kentucky 14, Goshen 12, Western Brown 55, Hillsborough 0. By the way, that win, Drew Novak becomes just the 14th quarterback in Ohio history to go over 10,000 yards in his career. 10,000 yards in three years and a game. Can you believe that? Paint Valley, 42. Blanchester, 26. Williamsburg, 48. Bactavia, 7. Claremont Northeastern, 30. Clark Montessori, 6. Hughes, 38. Summit Country Day, 7. Cincinnati College Prep, 28. Bethel Tate, 0. Gamble Montessori, 35. New Miami, 6. Hamilton, 28. West Claremont, 9. That was Nate Mahan, his first year with West Claremont after leaving Hamilton. And RV Crouch coming over from Mount Healthy. Picking up his first win with the Big Blue. Little Miami edges off Mount Healthy 16-14, a former SWAC battle. Milford flies high over Edgewood 42-6. Tom Grip of the head coach of the Eagles said, since arriving to Milford, it's probably the best defense he's had. That might spell trouble in the ECC, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Shutout winners, the Kings Knights take down Sycamore 30 30- Four to nothing. Middletown over Loveland, 47-33. Oak Hills, a surprise win. They knock off Turpin at home, 31-20. Gahanna Lincoln edges off Mason and Columbus, 9-7. Centerville edges off Lakota East and Westchester, 9-6. Tipganoo knocks off Bellbrook at Vandalia Butler, 14-10. 
Bell Fountain. Big winners over Sydney, 43-13. Great start for the Chieftains. Slow start for the Yellow Jackets. Northmont, 49. Vandalia Butler, 13 in the Battle of U.S. 40. The Battle of Old U.S. 25. Miamisburg, 62. West Carrollton, 26. And I believe we talked about that on the previous Sports Now show on Monday. Despite that blowout victory for Miamisburg, the stats were really close. Just one more first down for Miamisburg, just one turnover for both teams. And the Pirates actually had the ball longer for, I think, about like four minutes or so. It wasn't that long, but fairly close stats, considering that it's a lopsided affair like that. Springboro knocks off their former GWAC foe, Lebanon, 21-19. Xenia Big over Beaver Creek, 40-3. Tecumseh over Fairborn, 48-13. Northridge shutout winners over Dixie, 57-0. Preble Shawnee gets their season off with a 61-7 romp of Miami East. It's Milton Union, 41, National Trail, 0. Greenview, Greenview 33, Middletown, Madison, 7. Carlisle, 8, Twin Valley South, 6. I was surprised on how low scoring that game was. Valley View 31, Springfield Shawnee 7, Brookville 54, Tri-County North 20, and the newly christened Miami Valley North Stadium. Brand new turf for TCN. Looks beautiful. Oakwood 17, Marymont 14 get revenge on their blowout loss to the Warriors in Cincinnati last year. Monroe 35, Oxford Talawanda 16, a former mid-Miami League battle. Marion Local 21, Wapakoneta 7, and Sonia 36, Riverside 14, Anna 34, Indian Lake 19, Jonathan Alder 42, Amanda Clear Creek 9, South Adams, Indiana 35, Arcanum 0, Van Wert 63, Bryan 28, Easton 17, Ottawa Glandorf 0, Mechanicsburg 14, Kenton Ridge 3, Bucyrus 48, Mississippi Valley 20, Northeastern 48, Bethel 0, Benjamin Logan 21, Triad 6, Tri Village 51, Troy Christian 20, Urbana over West Jefferson 40 to 25, Graham 27, West Liberty Salem 24, Southeastern 41, Northeastern 7, Waynesville Goshen 28, out of 0. That's A to 0, excuse me. St. Mary's 42, London 31, Versailles 31, Salina 6, New Bremen 28, Lima Bath 0, Coldwater 37, Kenton 2, Crestview 51, Parkway 14, St. Henry 50, Covington 0, and Wayne Trace 18, Fort Recovery 14. That's your Friday night scores in the area. Your Saturday scores, the big one everyone was hoping for. It got rained out in Cleveland. Springfield at St. Ignatius could not play. That was a game that the Springfield Wildcats won at their place last year. Couldn't play it at St. I this year. Springfield Catholic Central 48, West Unity Hilltop 0, 715 Aiken 0, Purcell Marion 16, Deer Park 8, Independence 46, Thurgood Marshall 0, and Western Hills 30, Meadowdale 3. That's your Ohio scores if we look at the Low North Central Conference score in Eastern Indiana. That classic battle that's been going since 1929. And it's heavily favored Richmond for a while. But that didn't matter to the Connorsville Spartans. They knock off the Red Devils 47-14 in Connorsville. And we look at the Tri-Eastern. That is the conference that is mostly represented in Eastern Indiana. Five scores. Centerville, 72. Lincoln, 0. That's Centerville, Indiana Bulldogs. Not to be confused with Centerville, Ohio Elks. Hagerstown, 50. Knightstown, 26. Monroe Central, 30. Winchester, 14. Northeastern, 48. Union County, 9. And Tri, 68. Union City, 12. 
So yeah, your lowest score for the winner was 30 for Monroe Central, which is not a conference game. So already Centerville, Hagerstown, Northeastern, and Tri 1-0 in the Tri-Eastern. Lincoln, Knightstown, Union City, Union County 0-1. Winchester yet to play a league game, but they did lose. In fact, the streak says that Knights, excuse me, that's Lincoln. They've lost 11 straight. Knights South's lost five. Union City's lost two. Union County's lost three. And the four winners, they won their last game. Now to NKYSports.com. We'll talk about Northern Kentucky football. Already mentioned that Covington Catholic fell to Elder in that rivalry, but the other game's going on. Mason County over Newport, 48 to 6. Brossard edges off Dayton and the Green Dragons, the Green Devils, excuse me, 28-18. Not sure why I got baseball involved in there, but I sure did, darn, darn. Holy Cross, 48, Bellevue, 0. Newport Central Catholic falls at Campbell County, 28-18. Grant County falls at home, 68-12. There's that 42-21 Covington Catholic loss to Elder. Walton Verona holds the ground over Scott, 31-14 Bearcats. Dixie Heights over Lloyd, 13-12. Ludlow over Gallatin County, 48-20. Connor falls at Henry Clay, 25-14. Lexington Catholic edges out the Ryle Raiders, 27-21. Simon Kenton over Oldham County, 56-16. Boone County at Russell, no score there. Looks like that might have been canceled. Also, George Rogers Clark at Cooper, no score there. Possibly, actually, ScoreStream might have that, but uh, they are not updated on NKYSports.com. Beachwood shutout win at Fairdale, 36-0. South Warren wins at Rafferty's Bowl against Highlands, 49-14. And no update on Pendleton County at Pike County Central. So a couple incomplete games there, or incomplete updates there. But there you go. That is Northern Kentucky, Eastern Indiana, and Southwest Ohio covered to AT. Which again, we do that on the Friday night recap show, 8 to 11 a.m. on 980 a.m. And the Dayton area, wone.iheart.com for the website, the iHeartRadio app, of course. And I think tune in as well. And you can also watch the video feed on TKDS Sports, the social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Week one of the books. Holy cow. When did fall start? Oh, yeah, last week. So a couple surprises in there. A couple big lopsided wins in there, too. Hard to believe that week one of high school football already in the books. So a question. How did I get through all those scores in a span of, uh, let's say, 14 minutes? This episode's still under 20. I thought this was going to be like an hour to talk about everything, but uh, apparently not. So, you know what that means, because, you know, talking about your local baseball team is boring, apparently, and talking about how many, you know, bathroom trips Ohio State makes is good radio. We'll talk about the Dragons. That's right. And I did talk about them, not this past Monday, but the previous Monday, because, you know, like I said, it seems like uh, the other radio station doesn't care. So those Dayton Dragons, well, they're nowhere near close to a playoff spot. Actually, let's double check that before I say that. But I'm pretty sure they're still towards the bottom of the standings in the second half. And now their overall record is under 500. Yes, the Dragons are 16 and 30 in the second half. Lake County's in first, 
two games up on West Michigan, who seemed to hit a bit of a skid. And losing 7 out of 10 doesn't help. But Lake County, they've won 7 out of their last 10, so that definitely helps. So it looks like it might be the captains visiting the Loons. And right now, South Bend, 31-18. and 18, Looks like they'll have the second half spot if they don't blow a huge lead. They're up six games on Beloit. So, yeah, it looks like playoffs aren't in the cards for the Dragons. And just to double check, I'm correct. The overall standings look like what? Remember last time I had this episode and I tried to get standings, but it just wouldn't load? That was fun. 55 and 57, so two games under 500. Remember one point, I think the Dragons were close to 30 games over 500. So, yeah, it's a bit of a skid. Uh, Some new names. Uh, One of the most uh, talked about names I've witnessed is Jay Allen II. And people were really excited to see what this outfielder can do. Brian Ray, his time in Dayton, as I feared, short. He's back up in Chattanooga. And Reese Hines, remember him from earlier in the season? Well, he's off the 60-day IL, so he is back and he is ready to go. I do like that someone was complaining to the Dragons, like, you spelled Reese's name wrong. No, his name was always R-E-C-E, not like the candy, but R-E-C-E. So there you go. A couple new names to the pitching staff. Sam Benshotter. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. And Owen Holt. I didn't see these transactions last night. And now I do. So that's why we're talking about them. They were called up from Daytona. Miles Gaiman. He's been a reliable bullpen arm for Dayton this year. He got the call up to Chattanooga. John Correa. He's pitched well for Dayton. He got the call down back to Daytona. Quincy McAfee got the call up to Chattanooga for, I think, the second time, maybe the third. Jake Gozo off the IL. Miguel Madrano off the IL. Manuel Cachute off the IL. Donovan Benoit off the IL. Jake Stevenson released. JV Martinez released. And JV Martinez, he's been with the Dragons for about four seasons now. Jake Stevenson, this was his first year. His ERA, I think there was one point it was under 10, but most of the time it was double digits. So, yeah. So, yeah, new names uh, starting off their second to last road series on the year at Quad Cities. Fell last night two to one. That was the game I was listening to on the way home from Lebanon. And uh, yeah, Dragons could not score in that game. How do you have a leadoff hit and unable to score him in the seventh and the eighth like that at third with no one out and you cannot score him. Rough, 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 rough. The newest pitcher, uh, Sam Benshotter, he pitched well. He gave up two runs, but he took his first loss ERA of three. That's pretty respectable there. So, hey, pretty nice start. Not sure where we'll see Owen Holt. If he makes it in the starting rotation or a bullpen arm, because again, Miles Game and John Correa are no longer with you know the Dragons. They were moved up and down respectively. So we'll see. It's a six-game series in Davenport, Iowa. And then back home for the last one of the year against Cedar Rapids. And yours truly will announce his last game of the season for the Dragons Wednesday the 31st. A lot of you can come out and you know catch a ball game. Maybe like, ooh, that announcer's great. You know. There's nothing wrong with fluffing up my ego now and then. Now, now there is something wrong. But, you know, come out, get some baseball. It's the last six home games of the year before Dayton's got one more road trip. It's at Lansing. 
And that will do it for the season. What started off so promising, so, you know, talent-led, so many prospects on the team. Still have a lot of prospects on the team, but it just went south with that Great Lakes series, and Dayton could never recover. So there you go. I will say Dayton, two games under 500. That's the fourth best record in the Midwest League. Great Lakes has the best record in the Midwest League at 70-45. Cedar Rapids, 68-47 in the West. So there you go. It's been a rough patch for the Dragons, say the least. A bit disappointing, but what can you do? I see a couple of draft picks now make their way to Daytona. Zach Maxwell, Trey Brave-White, Bryce Hubbard, and I believe Joseph Menifee, part of that staff. One of the picks, Tyler Chadwick, I think it was 19th round. He is now with the Miami Redhawks. He's one of the new uh, Red Hawks, one of 13, actually. So that'll be neat to see. I was surprised that John Correa got sent down because, again, he pitched well. Maybe mechanics to work on. I don't. I don't pretend to know this stuff. Also, Stephen Biscotti signed a minor league deal with the Reds. Now he's with Louisville. He signed that yesterday. I saw that on the way home. It's like, hmm, interesting. So that's your Dragons. Yeah, it's a tough stretch. And the Reds, well, they've been better. Of course, you know, losing two out of three to Philadelphia, that doesn't help. But, hey, since that 3-22 and 22 start, they've been okay. They've been trying around 400. However, they have lost, let's see. Actually, no, they haven't lost the series. It's four in Philadelphia. Why did I think it was three? Because most of them are three. Four in Philadelphia, two more in the city of brotherly love, and then three at Washington, D.C. before coming home against St. Louis. Look at September, see how much longer the Reds have in their season. They go until October. Unfortunately, playoffs definitely not in the cards. Well, let's double check that. September, they'll host Colorado to start off the month, hosting Pittsburgh for four mid-month Two against Boston, four against Milwaukee, and October, one home series against the Chicago Cubs, third, fourth, and fifth. And then that's the last regular season series. Let's see, where can I find standings in here? Maybe at the homepage. You know, there's a nice menu from the Dragons that has standings. Why do I have to scroll all the way down here? 48 and 73, they are games better than the Pirates, so no longer in the basement, yay. But still, you had a chance at the playoffs last year, and you dismantled the team. Why did you do that? 22 games behind first place St. Louis, 18 back of the wildcard spot. It's not likely. But two games better than the Pirates, and we're four games back of the Cubs. Chicago's been playing a little bit better, winning six out of the last ten. In the NL East, it's the Mets. Two up on the Braves. And Atlanta definitely a stranglehold on the wildcard spot. Nine games up. And Philadelphia looks like they got the second spot. Plus one up on Milwaukee. Milwaukee's fallen hard, haven't they? St. Louis is about uh, 19 games above 500. LA Dodgers, you might expect them to crush the NOS. Yeah, they have an 18 and a half game lead on San Diego. And they have a wild card spot. Is there three this? Yeah, there's three this year, aren't there? I completely forgot about that. 
New York Yankees, they've hit a skid since the trade deadline, but still have a pretty nice lead for the first in AL East. Eight games up on Tampa Bay, eight and a half up on Toronto, and 11 up on Baltimore. In the NL Central, the Guardians, they are three up on Minnesota, four up on the White Sox somehow. The White Sox still alive? That's surprising. And Houston, a stranglehold in the AL West, 11 and a half up on Seattle, but the Mariners do have a wild card spot, as do Tampa Bay and Toronto. So that's your look at the MLB. And yeah, the past few series haven't gone the Reds' way, but still, I mean, considering where they started, they shouldn't have started that way to begin with. And, you know, we could talk about that until I turn blue in the face, but it's done. And I did mention about the trades. And yes, I think the trades were good. I mean, we're not going to win this year. Probably not even next year. Maybe 2024. So why not get some prospects? And my God, did Nick Crawl hit the boatload. The Reds now have the fourth best farm system in terms of prospects, according to MLB. Isn't that crazy? Fourth best now? So really, once those prospects grow, there is no excuse not to win. No excuse. And I think that'll just about do it here on the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. Yes, a shorter episode than normal, but I'm back. You got football scores. I told you to listen to 980 WNE, not Wing. They only talk about that team in Columbus. No thanks. So I'll talk to you on the radio Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 11. We also do picks. And right now I'm tied for second at 3-2. and two. Thank you, St. X. Thank you very much. And thank you, Roger Bacon. No, I'm just kidding. That's not funny. And it's not on money. It's just we pick games and then we talk about why we pick them. And then, you know, there we go. I was the only one to pick Princeton, though, out of the three. It's like, guys, seriously, it's D1 against D2. And plus, these Vikings are good. So, you know, take that. I'll do it. I like how I'm trash talking to end up this episode, but that's okay. This is the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, and next week, hopefully, we'll cover week two, and we'll talk more local sports. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure to bookmark Cindaypod.com, spelled C-I-N-D-A-Y-P-O-D, the official website of the podcast. You can find your favorite ways of listening to the local Sunday Sports Podcast, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, the iHeartRadio app, and many more. You can also purchase merchandise from Tee Public and Redbubble to help support the podcast. Follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SundayPod and the host at the Lee W. Mowen. The closing theme is Cosmopolitan from Pecan Pie on Upbeat. This is Lee W. Mallon signing off another episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Thank you for your continued listenership and join me on the next episode.